You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is the summary of the book of Leviticus. Please refer back to the introduction to the book of Leviticus for a more detailed overview. This book takes place in the time period of one month, according to Exodus 40:17, when the tabernacle was completed on the first day of the first month of the second year after the Exodus, and when the book of Numbers picks up in the first day of the second month of the second year after the Exodus, Numbers 1:1. This is compared with Genesis, which covers a longer time period than the other 65 books of the Bible put together. There is also no geographical movement. All is done at the foot of Mount Sinai. The whole book of Leviticus is about holiness and separation. God is himself holy. The fledgling nation of Israel was to be a holy people, serving a holy God with holy things performing holy ceremonies on holy days and eventually in a holy land. When an Israelite during this time period and onward woke up, he would choose to wear certain clothing and not others, eat certain foods while avoiding others, be on the watch for ways that he became ceremonially unclean or hurt others by his actions. Every part of his life was well-ordered with a complex system of sacrifices and offerings, a total of 613 laws, both ceremonial and moral, policed by the priests and Levites. Defiance of God's revealed law is what makes sin offensive to God and hurtful to others. God, in this book, describes what is right and wrong. He, as the Creator, has the right to do so. Holiness encompasses all aspects of life in the community. God's people are to be different from the surrounding nations in conduct, not just beliefs. To ignore or defy these rules is to defy God himself. The children of Israel were told they were still responsible to keep the law, even if they were unaware of it. This teaches that we are guilty of unintentional sins because of the sinful nature with which we are born. And that's why God provided for sacrifices to cover unintentional sins. Leviticus chapter 5. Some of the laws can seem strange to us, several millennia removed from the events and culture of the fledgling Israelite nation. Mixed fabrics, banishing lepers, dietary restrictions based on cloven hoofs and cud chewing, not allowing women who are menstruating to worship. What are we to make of these things? One of the main themes in the Levitical laws are separation and distinction from the idol-worshipping countries. God told them several times not to behave like the nations they were dispossessing, or they would also be vomited out of the land. God detested their practices of child sacrifice, involvement with the occult, and sexual immorality. The main way they were to be separate was to be holy. This would show the nations around them what their God was like. The many laws and the specific way they were to be carried out was meant to be a burden, so they, and we, would see that we are unable to keep it. It makes us see our need of a Savior. And it's important for us to understand the Old Testament law through the lens of the New Testament and the work of Christ 
so that we don't become entangled again. As we study the Bible, we see that Jesus Christ doesn't just show up in the New Testament. He is there as a scarlet thread in hints, types, and shadows. And there are also many applications to the Gospel. So we studied these at the end of each chapter. But the main ways that we see Jesus in the book of Leviticus are as the high priest, as the unblemished offerings, as the sin offering and scapegoat on the Day of Atonement, and in the festivals and the Sabbath. So rather than feeling intimidated or overwhelmed by the numerous laws in Leviticus or the other four books of the Pentateuch, if we see them through the lens of the New Testament, then we will view them aright. We are not bound by them, nor obligated to keep them, which was the nation, as the nation of Israel proved again and again, is not even possible. However, we do not set aside the ideas behind them, such as justice and mercy and care of our neighbors. We understand that the moral law is applicable for all times. We are still not to murder, commit adultery, steal, lie, nor covet. We are to put God first, reverence his name, not make and worship idols, and honor our parents. We see that although the Sabbath commandment is included in the Ten Commandments, it is part of the ceremonial law, and we see that we are now in our Sabbath rest. The theme verse of the book is still applicable to us in the New Covenant, Be holy, for I am holy. And you've been listening to the Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for the introduction to the book of Numbers. May God bless the study of his word.